Peace, peace. We are back once again with Masterminds with Brother Shemel. I am your host, Brother Shemel, and I'm glad to be back with another episode. Uh, we have a lot to talk about today. Um, first, before I get into today's topic, um, as always, I always uh, want to, you know, give thanks to my supporting listeners, uh, my supporters who've been continuing to support and listen to me, uh, share the information, share the uh, links to the podcast. And I've gotten, you know, a lot of people contacting me personally um, and just express their gratitude in reference to the information that I provide on this podcast. So I'm definitely um, grateful for your support. Absolutely. Um, All throughout various parts of the world, I want to give a special shout out to my listeners in Ireland. Um, I also have a growing um, listener, listening audience base out there. So I want to give a special shout out to them uh, for continuing to support Masterminds with Brother Shamel. Also, uh, I want to just take the time out um, because this is a special week in this time. Um, yesterday was the birthday of a very special man who did a lot of things uh, for humanity, for the uplifting of fallen humanity. And that man is named Prophet Noble Drew Ali, who was born in the state of North Carolina in the year 1886. Um, Yesterday, which is uh, January 8th, was his birthday. So I just want to give, we celebrated um, me and and family, close people. um, There was a birthday celebration here in Durham. North Carolina. So, um, shout out honors to everyone who was able to attend. And of course, honors to Prophet Noble Drew Ali, uh, who taught so much, taught me so much, uh, provided so much for so many people, um, for generations before me and generations to come. So that being said, I like to get to, um, touch on some of his lessons, some of the things he taught, and get on to today's topic, uh, which is the title of this show is called Man Knows Naught by Being Told. Man Knows Naught by Being Told. Now, before I get into it and I start reading from the Circle 7, which I always usually do as a point of reference, uh, I like to say, and I've said this before, And I want to drive this home. Hopefully someone will catch it finally. A lot of people in the Moorish movement, the Moorish Divine National Movement, they misquote this quote. Now, this quote comes from the Circle 7. Man knows naught by being told. Naught is spelled N-A-U-G-H-T. I'll repeat, N-A-U-G-H-T, not. A lot of people will say man knows not by being told, N-O-T. That is incorrect. That is not what 
was said that is not in the circle seven and that is totally a different that is a totally different statement than to say man knows naught because to understand according to the lessons what naught is and i'm going to read it naught is falsehood falsehood is naught and yet it is the manifest of right so to say man knows naught by being told what it what was actually being said is that man knows falsehood by being told saying that man knows not by being told implies that man doesn't know anything it is saying here when you say naught it's not that he doesn't know anything but that which he knows he has knowledge of is false information it is a falsehood it is an illusion okay and we're really going to dive deep into that the realm of illusion falsehood um the matrix as people like to say or a lot of people are saying now we live in assimilation okay that's a new, the new hot word for this time so we're really going to dive into that and so with that said i want to go into chapter seven of the circle seven which is entitled the friendship of jesus and lamas jesus explains to lamas the meaning of truth so i'm only going to read a small portion of it a small section of it but i want to unpack that section uh in light of what took place just a few days earlier that the whole world is talking about and people who know me know i i, I try to keep my topics as general as as can be because i don't because i feel this information is so sacred it's so valuable so important that it's that it sh shouldn't be tainted by just daily trends or current events that are that are trivial but this right here is not really as trivial as a lot of things we we've seen um, and it's important to touch on so I'm going to address it um, there's a lot of metaphysical physical um, aspects to this a lot of metaphysical a lot of esoteric aspects to what took place and I want to dive into that a bit and give my measure of understanding on it give my portion of it so in chapter 7 I'm going to start with verse 4 where it says in all the world there are two things the one is truth the other is falsehood and falsehood is that which seems to be now truth is ought and has no cause and yet it is the cause of everything falsehood is not and yet it is the manifest of right whatever has been made will be unmade that which begins must end all things that can be seen by human eyes are manifest of art are not and so must pass away the things we see are but reflexes just appearing while the ethers vibrate so and so and when conditions change they disappear i'm going to stop there i could 
reread that section and I might go into certain parts of it. But the first part I want to go into is that particular statement where it says all things that can be seen by human eyes are manifest of art are not and so must pass away so from a metaphysical standpoint of that that basically is saying that everything you see and not only everything you see everything that you perceive via your physical senses your five senses for those who are able to do so seeing hearing taste smell feeling physically feeling is an illusion all of it is an illusion all of it is an illusion you never seen anything you never really heard anything so all of it is illusion and why is it an illusion because it is a manifest of art it is a manifest of those finer substances that exist on the higher realm which cause these things to appear it's an appearance the things we see are reflexes just appearing so it appears that way uh, an appearance is not necessarily what it is people appear to be certain things all the time oh he appeared to be a nice guy you know a young woman gets with a guy and at first they seem to be you know a gentleman and all of that well, he appeared to be nice and then when you get with him you know as I've said before, they become a wife beater. Things of that nature. Everything is an appearance, but it's an illusion. And of course, I spoke about this in my episode um, called Power is an Illusion. I'll, I'll draw from that. Power is an illusion. Um, a lot of things, um, the devil defined within more science. A lot of things uh, ties in without what I've said in the past. But I want to drive home what we what we've seen here, and I, I'm saying this to say to each and every one of you to drive this home. If you've gotten nothing else from what you witnessed the past few days and will continue to witness, is that the illusion is failing you. It has failed you. The simulation has failed you. The matrix has failed you. It's like a glitch in the that's the glitch in the matrix, right? Because many of us, some of you, well, let me put it like this. Some of you are gods and don't get mad. It's in your Bible. Psalms 82 verse six, right? For those who want to get hyper and get all sensitive about calling human beings gods. Some of you are gods, not all of you. <laughs> some of you are gods. And as gods, living in this third dimension and it's playing to manifest you've been conditioned to operate in the illusion by virtue of the fact that this this world just the plane of manifest is a plane of illusion that's what it is to have manifest it's built off a of manifest in other words to manifest means to be a byproduct of to be the result of it is the effect not the cause Right, truth is art and has no cause. That which is the cause, the causeless cause, right, is the reality of what is all that is. What you're dealing with is the projection, 
Everything is a projection to people. So we've been so caught up into it. We think because things have been pretty predictable in terms of society, that when we don't see it happen the way we normally process in our minds, because we've been conditioned throughout years and years, generation after generation, our parents, our parents' parents have all been conditioned a certain way to see things a certain to see things a certain way within society. When it don't work the way we talk about, we have these conversations where now we say, "Oh, this is not this is not what I'm used to. This is not this is not the country I know. This is not the government I know." This is not the people I know. You follow what I'm saying? You never knew them. <laughs> Newsflash, you never knew them. You only knew your perception of that. And now what's happening is that perception is being shattered. It's a mirror. It's a reflection that you put out and that mirror has been shattered. So now what happens is there's people who are in shock. There's people who are flabbergasted. There's people who are outraged. There's people who are upset. How can this be? Even those of us who realize that this this type of stuff go down or is bound to go down have been shocked or upset when it's an illusion. Some of us already knew this and we're still playing into that game. It's all an illusion. And if those of us who are doing the spiritual work who rise above on the higher realms in in this. And again, drawing back from chapter seven of the circle seven, once you have a clear conception of comprehension of that, right? Um, Again, the the, the difference between force and power. Power is an illusion. It is a manifest, it is a result of force, but not, it is illusion, nothing more. Force changes not, but power changes as the ether change right so knowing that with that said about force versus illusion you should know that all this was set to happen anyway okay particularly when you have understanding of cycle ages because master mind measure the masters measure time by cycle ages right to quote to partially quote, to give part of the quote by Prophet Noble Drali, whose birthday just passed yesterday, he made a statement about the Bible, and he told his followers, "Not, don't throw away your Bibles. Now, there's another part of that, which I'm not going to say. If, for those, some of, y- uh, some of y'all who are listening know the quote. You know what I'm talking about. But for those who don't, if you want to know, go purchase the book. And I don't sell it. I'm not going to make money off of it. Go purchase the book, uh, Oral Statements, Prophecies of Noble Jirali. You know, you can look it up online. You know, y'all have to invest something, do some of the work. I'm not going to do it all for you. But when you know that other half of the quote, right, and then you see what happened before up into this time and you look into the Bible and you look into the book of revelations in particular and you see that you're living in the book of revelations you know because revelations are very metaphysical 
esoteric book that most common people in um, religion on the exoteric side, you know, i.e. your religious leaders, theologians, they don't speak on it. They don't go into it. They won't go into it on your 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 regular um, your average Sunday meeting. They're not going to go preach from that book. It's too powerful. It's too condemning. <laughs> you know, it, it's cutting. It will cut you. But to understand that and see what's happening now is to understand the context of the illusion of power. Right? It's all a facade. It's just like the movie Oz and shout out to um, Brother Panic you know I know that he's going to uh, drop a video soon about the science of Oz but one of the things you know when you see the movie Oz is that the Wizard of Oz is appears to be all this mighty powerful person but Dorothy was able to see who was behind the mask and it was a scared little man, right? A lost man. But he exerted so much power behind the mask. The mask is the persona. The, the word persona is the Latin word meaning mask. So when people put on a persona, and you're going to use see this when you see what took place, your, your world leaders, <laughs> right? They have a persona that's attached to them that is pushed through the media right and remember I told you man knows naught by being told told is telling naught is the falsehood the lie right okay and when you know everything that's made seen, all things seen by human eyes the vision of manifest the art or naught and naught is the falsehood then you have another you have another comp you have a better comprehension or another level of comprehension of the word television. Tell live vision. To tell the lie to the vision. Right? Tell vision tell lies to you visually. Right? Meaning, what does that mean? Are you saying that what took place? On television a couple of days that the whole world is watching didn't happen? No. It happened. But what they tell you what it is it may not necessarily be what it is. You catch what I'm saying? And I'm not going to get into um, the whole political aspect of it. You know, that's for another platform for that in the social you know the social political context of that um, I do speak on that but I, I use another platform to speak on that I, right here I'm getting diving into the metaphysics and the esoteric um, aspect side of this but one thing I will say is that when you have someone who is identified as the leader of the free world which is the title which is the term that is associated with the title of president of the United States of America whether people accept that association or not 
is not as relevant as the fact that that has been associated with that type for so many years for decades if not centuries in this in this context when you have that and that person who is looked from a world point of view meaning through the scope or the lens of people throughout the world are no longer looking at you the same with the same esteem that is reflective of a bigger thing so the question you have to ask yourself is this, is this just happen to happen you know is this a circumstance it's just with this law govern all events was this designed was this on purpose and if it was done on purpose who designed it who who set the stage for this to go down to this point because the average person are in shock they would never think in a million years that this would happen not from those people no and that's what i mean by the illusion of power because the illusion of power presents itself as the illusion of being elite being refined right i always also refer to the um, the lessons of the 5% of the nations of god's nurse where it talks about power refinement right power refinement so how so does having power make you refined more refined more civilized than the next person or is it that the power gives the appearance of refinement because power is an illusion so you have to think about these things and and again once we have an understanding that from this term that we're going into a new a new stage right and i'm going to get in a little later into a quote that prophet noble jali said in reference to the principles the high, five highest principles of love truth peace freedom and justice that must be adhered to right if we are to actually make it through this thing okay um but i want to touch on something because i spoke on the subject of god so i want to touch on this right this is important so as far as ascending and this is where i talk about the illusion there are many of us who are you know involved in this uh spiritual journey doing the spiritual thing some people call it the new age thing whatever you have have you and they like to use the nice terms of chakras kundalini energy you know cosmic you know we're cosmic and we're going through we're from we're transcending on or ascending to 5D and all these other different nice terms using crystals and you know the astral plane and you know whatever and it, nothing wrong with that 
because I, I, you know, I get into that and I speak on that and teach on that as well. But a lot of it is, there's a lot of it that's done with a really nice approach. And many of us, and many people who are in it, I'll say, have a mindset thinking that every person of, of who's a human being of who's recognized as a man, woman, and child in some extent, you know, or a man or mankind, because there's a difference between that. I'll get into that. That they are capable of ascending to the highest realms of spirituality. It's just in them. You know, they just got to tap into that, that they have that capacity deep, that, deep down inside. That's not true. I hate to bust a bubble, but that's not true. Okay. And how you know is simply by looking at humanity. Look at the things that people do. Some people do and some people are capable of things that you can't even fathom in your mind. And you have to realize inside that they are not the same as you. If you're not like that. Okay. There are people who look at what you do and say, oh, man, I can't do what you do. You, you're too nice. You're too kind. I can't, you know. It's not even in their nature. Some people can only have an earthly salvation, while others can have an earthly and divine salvation. And while there are some people who will listen to this and may not like to use the term salvation, for one reason or another, maybe they think it's too religious. You can use whatever other words you wish to use. But the point of it is, is that in order to have a divine salvation, you must have a divine essence. Everyone doesn't have a divine essence. Some only have an earthly essence. Some are only earthbound, meaning they don't have that soul essence to transcend over into the higher realms. They can only go so high even after physical death. Metaphysicians, the, metaph the metaphysician knows this. The true metaphysician knows this. If you just new into this and you just starting looking at things on YouTube and stuff, you may not know this, but the true, the true occultists, they know this information. They know. So I'm saying that to say some of you already know what I'm talking about because some of this... This is also in the circle seven when it talks about the difference of those who had something prepared for them for their earthly salvation. And then there were those who had something prepared for them for their earthly and divine salvation. Now, I'm not going to give it all up. Sometimes you have to speak in parables. It said Jesus spoke in parables. So sometimes you have to speak in parables, but I'm putting it in that context. Right. You have man and you have mankind. Those are two different type of beings. Right, mankind is actually like kind of like man, man like, not quite. Right, even in that famous statement about the landing of the moon, what they say something to the effect of one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind, or something like that. So, even there, there was a distinction made there's a difference between man and mankind. So, mankind has shown you that they are not all that you have thought them to be or all that they have appeared to be. 
or made themselves out to appear to be by virtue of the lower self, right? We speak about the lower self. The lower self is the carnal self. And I'm, and I'll briefly read from chapter three of the circle seven, Elihu's lessons, the unity of life. Starting with verse five, there are two selves, the higher self and lower self. The higher self is human spirit clothed with soul made in the form of Allah. The lower self, the carnal self, the body of desires is a reflection of higher self distorted by the murky ethers of the flesh. The lower self is an illusion and will pass away. The higher self is a law and man and will not pass away. The higher self is the embodiment of truth. The lower self is truth reversed and so is falsehood manifest. The higher self is justice, mercy, love, and right. The lower self is what the higher self is not. The lower self breeds hatred, slander, lewdness, murder, theft, and everything that harms. The higher self is the mother of virtue and the harmonies of life. The lower self is rich in promises, but poor in blessedness and peace. It offers pleasures, joy, and satisfying gain, but gives unrest, misery, and death. Now, when you continue on with chapter three of the circle seven, it says, if you were ask me what to study, I would say, yourselves and when you well have studied them and then would ask me what to study next I would reply yourselves now before I continue on with that I, this is also another thing I want to point out it's just a little pet peeve of mine people always say yeah it says in the circle seven or it says in the Moorish Holy Quran or the Prophet Noble Drali said, study yourself. You ask me what to study, study yourself. It doesn't say study yourself. It says study yourselves. Applying, um, which is referring to the higher self and the lower self. The two selves. How many selves are there? Two. Name them. Higher self and lower self. And you know this because he says, and when you have well studied them, not well studied it. Right? then would ask me and then would ask me what to study next I would reply yourselves now it goes further to explain in the next verse where it says he who knows well his lower self knows the illusions of the world knows of the things that pass away and he who knows his higher self know Allah knows well the things that cannot pass away Right. So, again, it goes further and it makes a distinction of what it is to know the high, lower self and what it is to know the lowest, higher self. When you know your lower self, again, which is the carnal self, the body of desires and is a reflection of the higher self is it's, it's simply truth in reverse. And so his fault is falsehood manifests, as we mentioned in chapter seven. Then you know the illusions of the world. You know the matrix. 
you know the matrix by knowing studying your own lower self because you you are a microcosm of a macrocosm as above so below as within so without the universe is mental <laughs> you catch what I'm saying the universe is mental so knowing that right is how deep it gets just knowing yourself you're going to know this illusion just studying yourself you're going to be able to peep the illusion as the illusion but many of us don't study ourselves we only are fixed or situated to gratify the lower self we're all about gratification of the lower self we've been programmed we've been conditioned to just gratify the lower self but you don't know your lower self much less know your higher self you don't even know your lower self you don't even know how your body works right you don't even know how to build up your own immune system to fight off a virus you don't even know that you're able to through mind breathing etc channeling of energy able to fight off a virus if you feel it coming you don't even know that much you really think that if a virus comes and hits your body that you have no other choice but to go to a doctor no other choice but to go to a hospital no other choice but to get a needle i'm just gonna say needle I'm not going to use the other word. I ain't trying. You know, you know, they shut you down for using that that word. <laughs> he said to dad, yo, it's ill. But hey, that's how real it is. Because there are those, even in the Bible, say we don't fight against flesh and blood, we fight against principalities in high places. There are those that want you to, to be in the fear vibration as opposed to the love vibration. That's how real it is. That's how real it is. And because of that, they got us all messed up, right? They don't realize how bad it is in this thing, okay? Um, we have to be in the context, you know, uh, Prophet Nova Drill League gave us information in reference to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice that um, we need to deal with. And I just want to use one reference that's found in the Moorish literature, in particular, the editorial, A Divine Warning by the Prophet for the Nations. Um, and I know there's many people who, you know, don't subscribe to the more science simple America, etc. But I think it's very important to listen to this and take the wisdom in these words and apply it to what's going on now. So it says I'll just read this paragraph. It says so there isn't but one supreme issue for my people to use to redeem that 
which was lost, and that is through the above statements. Then the lion and the lamb can lie down together in yonder hills, and neither will be harmed, because love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice will be reigning in this land. In those days in the United States will be one of the greatest civilized and prosperous governments of the world. But if the above principles are not carried out by the citizens and my people in this government, the worst is yet to come. Because the great God of the universe is not pleased with the works that are being performed in North America by my people and this great sin must be removed from the land to save it from enormous earthquakes, diseases, etc. ETC, right? Just stop right there. So, Noble Draw Lee made a statement about love, truth, peace, freedom and justice reigning in this land. Okay? And that was the only way by which you can be prosperous. If not, the worst is yet to come. Now, what did we just say? What does what does the lower self breed? Hatred, slander, lewdness, murder, death, and everything that harms. So when you have a mentality, a mindset of people who operate from the lower self, thus you have the hatred, you have the slander, you have the lewdness, you have the murders, the death, and everything that harms. What just took place? People died. There was, there was hatred. There was slander. There was lewdness. There was theft. Everything that happened, everything that is listed as a, a manifest or a byproduct of the lower self, you saw. If you was watching the television or on the internet, you saw it. Everything. Everything that harms was the man. That's nothing but the lower self. And in the Morris questionnaire, you have the question, what people represent the lower self, those who were cast out of the holy city and those who accept their teaching, right? So we're talking about a very, this is a spiritual war. Now, what's so, so interesting about it is that even the even the many people who consider themselves religious or religious leaders i've heard a few or a couple and they are they too have a carnal mindset or carnal perception carnal commentary on this whole thing right which lets you know okay you know i thought thought you was about you know, vengeance is the Lord. <laughs> vengeance is mine, save the Lord, and all that stuff. But he said they're not really about that. They may preach it. They may preach it to you, but they're not really about it. You know, they're not about love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. They're still on carnal time, right? And I'm when I say carnal time and all that, love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. I'm not talking about being. A punk. I'm not being being a chump, being past of a week. But 
knowing it's a knowing right an elephant doesn't go to battle with a gnat an elephant doesn't go to battle with a gnat I told you I'm going to use some parables <laughs> you know what I'm saying Let, you know the gnat may be thinking it's doing something but the elephant don't go to battle with a gnat if he knows it's an elephant the only way a, only way an elephant would fight a gnat is it has to not realize that it's an elephant if you don't know that you're God then of course you're going to have a human fight that's my point <laughs> you know what I'm saying you're going to have a human fight in chapter um, 46 of the circle 7 verse 8 it reiterates what I spoke about that's mentioned in uh, the Moorish literature in that editorial I spoke about where it says the lamb is the poor people the lion is the rulers of the rich and through love, truth, peace freedom and justice all men are one and equal to seek their own destiny and to worship under their own vine and fig tree after the principles of the holy and divine laws of their forefathers all nations of the earth in these modern days are seeking peace but there is but one true and divine way that peace may be ordained in these days and it is through love truth peace freedom and justice being taught universally to all nations in all lands it has to be taught universally to all nations in all lands this podcast is broadcast and listened to in multiple countries not just the United States though um, many most of the people who listen are from the United States and live in the United States of America but I already, I already shouted out Ireland I have listeners in United Kingdom Australia Canada Germany Spain Nigeria um, where else Grenada Panama Singapore Philippines Russia South Africa France Barbados Belize like this is a universal message that has to be taught love true peace freedom and justice that's my point is a universal message and a lot of people you know um, may have wondered why I use um, because I am a member of the Morris Science Temple of America I'm a, I'm a sheik assistant grand sheik in the Morris Science Temple of America you know why I speak the way I speak you know and I'm I'm very general in my approach though I do draw from my literature that I teach out of and study you know I'm not as I don't say things that maybe other uh, people who are part of this movement use and it's because I know that this is a universal message I know who my core who my tribe is I know who my nation is tribe a lot of people use that term tribe you know 
part of your tribe. I know who my nation is. I know who who my people are and that I come to my people, you know, similar to what's said in the book of John, gospel according to John in chapter one, where it says, he came unto his own, his own received him not, but as many as came unto him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God. Now, I'm not saying I'm Jesus, but I'm saying I know that I come first to my own. Charity starts at home, right? But this is a universal language. This is a universal message. So I have to be able to craft this message where even people who are not part of my nation, not part of my tribe, can get the can get the essence of the message and it can benefit them. Everyone, you know, we would like for everyone to live in love, true peace, freedom, and justice. And as I said before, we know everybody will not be that. Everybody will not do that. But as many as can, possibly can, I will push that. I will promote that. I will always promote those principles of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Because that love is the savior. Love is the savior. And that's what you have to realize. That's that's the realization people have to come to. Because the other thing, the reverse of that, you already see what's happening with that. We already seen that. That happened live on television for the world to see. Some people are so narrow-minded, so closed-minded, they they only think in terms of their immediate um, circle. And it only matters that. They don't realize that the world is watching. You know, I always wondered, well, not really wondered, I, I always found it peculiar when it came to uh, my attention that you know a lot of times the Americans quote unquote and there's a whole big thing about Americans because Americans is it's not just people in the United States of America that's just one country America is a region not a country but that's a whole different stuff there's North and South America I'll just put it like that but <laughs> the term of people who are classified as Americans the people who are classified as the Americans are viewed with disdain from time to time depend in other countries depending on the country they're, they're at and depending on the time the time that you're in you know like in this time keep it funky Americans aren't <laughs> placed though at the top of the list as far as being respected. That's just that's just being honest. But there are those who feel that that is the case and should always be the case and has always been the case. And that's not reality. That is not reality. They're in their own bubble. Now without getting too far into the social political aspects of this I say that to say that is dealing also with the illusion okay and 
the scientist, the more scientist, the metaphysician, you know, the person who deals with the esoteric aspects of things knows that this is because these principles, these divine universal principles are not being applied. When you gratify your lower self, you become self-centered. And in becoming self-centered, right, you now are prone to cause harm. And you will think you're doing right in causing harm. As you just saw, the people who caused harm, and this ain't about which side is which, which side caused more harm than the other. The people who set out to cause harm thought they were doing right, believed they were doing right. That's why you always have these heated debates. Because the people who are debating, it's not that they don't, you know, it's not that they're don't think that you know what they're doing is right they believe what they're doing is right they believe that they're right they believe that what they say is the right way they've been conditioned they've been taught this on either side it doesn't matter which side you choose from an outsider know that whatever the person say whatever they advocating they believe in what they advocate now you do have exceptions. You do have those who, who may play a, a charlatan role and just are out to present a certain thing, just to appease a certain group of people to get their support. You have that too. But talking about the average people would be just—that's what you saw. You saw a lot of average people. <laughs> you didn't see a high elite people in action today. Well, I'm sorry, a couple of days ago, you saw average people who really fed into whatever hype they fed themselves up on right and I'm not saying that in a judgmental fashion I'm saying this from a metaphysical perspective you know you know from my owl's perspective or uh, a bird's eye view of the owl of the owl mind the mind of the owl you know the owl brain as opposed to the reptilian brain okay you know and as I mentioned before there are those who have um, there are those who are not supposed to ascend you know sometimes chickens do come home to roost you know told you I'm going to use metaphors it's true that's an old Southern saying, but sometimes chickens do come home to roost. It is what it is. It is what it is. And what you have to acknowledge in that, right, is the study of self. Because once, for those who have been listening to um, this podcast and podcasts like this one, and have been really doing the work, working on themselves, studying themselves, their higher self and their lower self, they know it's something that's... T- or if they don't fully know and fully comprehend, there's something in them that's telling them 
you know, they got just a a hint that this is all an illusion. What you're dealing right now, this is an illusion for real. And to know, once you know it's an illusion, you won't be affected by it. You should not. But then that comes into the work on yourself and work on your emotions. That is our biggest obstacle is our emotions. Everything you're seeing now on the television is displays of emotion, energy in motion. And that's based on desire, carnal desire. And the body of desires is the lower self. It's an illusion. So this is very important to realize for us who are on this path, the spiritual path to do this work, we have to be diligent in self-examination to gain, to raise our consciousness and to break past that barrier of the matrix if you will, I don't like to use the word matrix too much because it got cliche, but it it does adequately describe um, yeah, it does it does adequately describe what we're witnessing now. It's a matrix and there's a glitch in it. So once you can see it and rise above it on the higher planes of vibration and you can do that work you won't be affected by the swing of this pendulum because that's all it is, is a pendulum on this plane of manifest, plane of things made manifest. The manifestation is the magic work, if you if you will, right? Making things appear, making things disappear. It all boils down to the work on your mind, the subconscious mind, the conscious mind, and the superconscious mind. Those three levels. Again, we're getting back to three again. Three is the magic number. Doing this work will allow us to move through this and not be harmed. Right? Um, just to bring this brings it mind to thought. Uh, or brings this thought to mind in reference to how powerful the mind is. Just to give you an example, as I speak on this podcast about the power of the mind. So, um, I'll give give you a personal example. So, for example, my wife. My wife, um, she has an energy about her where she can go out, right, by herself. She's never afraid. She doesn't operate off of fear. She operates off of love. Where even she'll go in the... Um, there'll be times and situations where she's just out and about. And I'm not there and I'm worried about her. Right? And then she'll come home. And she'll always come home with a smile on her face. And I'll be like... And it hits me. Right? That she has an energy and a vibration that she puts out that makes it virtually impossible for ill fate to happen. Okay. Right. Now there's always a chance 
that that cannot be the case. But then you have on the flip side, you have people who are, who look, who go out the door with the expectation of something wrong happening because they've been conditioned in their mind that the world is set to do them harm. So they come with the expectation and then sure enough, something happens. That's how powerful the mind is. That's how powerful the mind is. But the mind that that creates your heaven and your hell is linked closely with your emotions. And it's your emotions that kind of basically fuel the thought. Right? It's fuel for the fire, so to speak. The passions. Right? So controlling the emotions by way of thought will in turn control the thoughts (laughs) it works hand in hand in other words your emotional state will be um, predisposed if you control it to have make sure that your thoughts of a positive vibration of a positive nature change it from the negative to the positive change your emotional state that's why it's good to do certain things that have you in a good mood because you can't have a good I've said this before you can't be in a good mood and have bad thoughts and can't be in a bad thoughts a bad mood full of good thoughts can't be in a good mood having full of good thoughts and can't I said that right? Can't be in a bad mood having being full of good thoughts. And you can't be in a good mood full of bad thoughts. Right? If you have a bad mood, you'll have bad thoughts. If you have a good mood, you'll be full of good thoughts. So, I think I tripped myself up on that. Hope I didn't. But anyway, my point of it is keep your vibrations high control your mood be in a good mood have good thoughts and there are techniques to do that like we talked about the meditation etc and um, I will be going more and more in depth when I provide when I um, finish up my uh, online course um, the MetaMind Mastery which you can catch on my website um, shim.com you can Go there, sheml.com. Let me get it right. Sheml.com, which is S H E M hyphen E L.com. That's S H E M hyphen E L.com. You can go there now live. Um, You can get a free course, uh, a free lesson, I should say, a free lesson right now. And when I complete the course, um, you'll be able to access the course. Um, We'll show you how to do that get my podcast there right now you have my books everything else is also there as well and once again thank you all for your continued support and until the next time when we meet again peace and love <laughs>